Are We In For A Treat? Episode number four zero of Stream of Thought. And here we are in downtown Chicago at Second City. We have the opportunity to bring in, for the first time in this podcast series, two special guests. Victor, take it away. One of them is Greg, my classmate from the acting lab. The other is his twin brother, Mike, also in the acting program. And, um, yeah, they're twin brothers. We talk a little bit about what it's like to be twins and just crazy stories and what we've been up to here at Second City. So, with that being said, we're keeping it short and sweet. Episode number 40, Stream of Thought. Here we go. Hope you enjoy. So, I want to talk about the fact that you guys are twins. So okay. tell me about some of the like just jumping. Nobody right ever wants to talk about. Do, that. do we want like, an introduction of like no anything, or do we just want no, to like we'll start talking? We'll and it's we'll like, oh, no, hey, we, we're doing how we do. We, we have two guests. We're, no, we're doing cool. how we do it when we just talk, and then we right. can do the intro later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Come on, get with the program. I know. Yeah. Tell me some goofy shit that you guys did when you were twins. Like I have some twins on my block that I grew up with, and they in elementary school would sometimes like switch classrooms. Sometimes we did that once. Yeah. In like second third grade it and it didn't even last very long i thought it was, was gonna get in trouble so we switched back we yeah for like away. five minutes i think i thought you were like so you didn't even you do were like oh, i'm greg and so you didn't even do like, like the whole day no just like five no <laughs> probably the let's see i mean i think one of the funniest things that happened is like we were at a party in college <laughs> i think it was my fourth year and i don't know i was grabbing a beer no yeah, I was grabbing a beer or something, and I like, come back to the kitchen, and this girl that I'm, like, not dating, dating, but I was, like, seeing her, hooking up with her, I see her, like, right next to Mike, and she's, like, holding his waist kind of thing, and she's, like, going in to, like, kiss his cheek, and he's just like, I can't do that. I was like, I'm just kidding. And I, I was like, the fuck is going part. on here? And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I didn't, I don't know. I, don't, I thought you so, were Greg. It was really funny. Did she know that you guys... She knew that I had a twin. Okay. She just had no idea. I thought she had a better idea of who we were, and I thought she would be like, wait, you're Mike. And then she, she also went for the kiss, and then I was just like, stopped her, because I was like, oh, yeah, you clearly don't realize. That's pretty good. It was funny. And so then, then... There was another time in college where he... So I was in the business school. He was in liberal arts, but I took communications as a minor. Uh-huh. Yeah, this happened all the time. So we'd like walk around campus, be like, what's up, Mike? I'd be like... Hey, yeah. <laughs> and just not like correct him. I'm like, whatever. Oh, I'm sure that you just get used to it. And just be like, yeah. okay, yeah, just tell me whatever you wanted to tell Greg, and I'll, I'll relay the message. Well, I joke around with people too because people are. I don't meet very many people named Victor. I mm-hmm. a year ago I met like five Victors in one year, and it blew my fucking mind. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. And so people, I say, hey, I'm Victor, and then literally 20 minutes later, hey, t- later, Vince. Oh, hey, Vince. And so I'm just like, I'm. I don't correct people at all. My next door neighbor. The- who I mowed his lawn in high school all four years, and he called me Vince the whole time, with the exception of like the first week or two that I mowed his lawn. Good man, I Vince is not care. a bad name to. Yeah, and you can't for. correct him if you it's wait a strong, solid too long because right then it's just awkward. Well, well, I can imagine for you how often ninety nine percent of the time people call you Rick. Or oh man, <laughs> I get all sorts of variations. There's no, there's no. I get Mark. The, the I get Mark once in a while. Mark. But I think that's just because I mumble. Mumbling away. like, what's your name? I'm just like, Mike. I'm just like, Mark? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I, don't care. I get Craig, and I fucking Small hate the name Craig. Craig. Yeah, Craig's a fucking terrible name. Well, I mean, my, name, my name is... C-R-A-I-G. Yeah, Scandinavian. So, I mean, it's it's R-I-X, and a lot of people don't really understand that, and I have a bit of a lisp, so when when I say R-I-X, I'm like, R-I-X, And it's, yeah. I think It's very rarely do I ever get somebody who actually has the right phonetic 
pronunciation. I think Mrs. Batang every once in a while calls you Rick. <laughs> That's fine, though, because it's Mrs. Batang, and she's, yeah. like, my second mother, so... Um, so when was it that you guys... I know you guys started taking classes at the same time, but mm, one yeah. of you, uh, you took a... Mike, you took a couple of semesters off. What, yeah. Well, so we, we both actually started... We did the first acting class, and then we both took off for, like, a while. Okay. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, six months or something. And then we both got back into it, and then I think you stopped after three, and I went... Yeah. Did we do two at the same time? Yeah, we did... Yeah, and then after two, two I, like, and then I kept on th- not being able to do it. We did three, and I had on. Peyton, and you had Derek. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember why you stopped, but I did four, and then auditioned for acting love right away. Did you guys have you guys done any other classes or just the acting? Um, we, we did voice and yeah. speech, and then we oh, did yeah, uh, yeah, we did, did, um, did that. stage combat, stage combat. Oh, and yeah. I did the Duh. so much fun talking with that about you like, yeah. the other day. Yeah. What's the progression look like in your guys' life? Like, was this something that you were always sort of headed towards? Yeah, or? we always wanted to do it, but we six, never... Really? But, but we, like, never pursued it until we were 26. <laughs> yeah. 20 years later. And we just went, yeah, went through one of those whole I was quarter-life crisis where you're just like, all right, I either do what I want to do or else I'm well, going to I went to school fucked. for fun and graduated with marketing. Can we <laughs> marketing, yeah. <laughs> and then I changed, and then I'm like, I fucking hate marketing. No, that shit happened to me, too, because I go to college. You got a business degree and then or something? Co- no, I got, mine was history. But history, I go to, you go to college right, yeah. and everything's just so, like, fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, so much fun. Just, yeah. like, oh, my gosh. But I only and went then, for the fun. Yeah. I like, was like, what? Yeah. Education. Yeah. What's that? My, even my mom, she's like, she's like, just pick anything. Like, you can switch it sometime, but she's like, I just want you to be in college. But when I graduated, experience. I graduated, yeah. and then it took me like an entire year to acclimate to not being a college student. I remember like going to Purdue a few like weeks, every, every now and every now and then, and like try and party real hard. Yeah. And then like I was so depressed that I actually had to like go back and like go to work on Monday. It just fucking yeah. sucked. Like so many times. It did not take me very long to understand those five-hour energy commercials where they're like, you got that 2.30 feeling? Yeah. And college's like, bro, my 2.30 feeling's drinking through yeah. on the porch. And, like, I'm in the office like, fuck, I got three more hours to go yeah. with this bullshit. I feel like it was right the day after graduation where my tolerance just was like, peace. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there, there comes could not drink where... like we could used to be able to drink and just, like, get up at, like, no big deal. Yeah. Now hangovers, so like, ruin my week. Fucked. And then I remember, like, yeah, I remember being 25, and I was living downtown here, and I was working at the Hancock building. And I, like, once you hit 25, in my opinion, that's when I realized, like, man, time goes by pretty fucking quickly. And I was just working. I hadn't done anything, like, fun. And then... I'm 25. My life's almost over. <laughs> yeah, right? Quarter-life crisis. And uh, I quit. And I was like, fuck this. Like, it was so corporate and ass-backwards. And I quit, did backpacking for five or six weeks, and then I worked for a little bit and then I like just did traveling it was fucking awesome it was so peaceful should have done that yeah I'd, therapeutic I wish I'd done I that anywhere man yeah have you been out of the country I'm, before I've been to like Toronto that's almost out of the country how many countries have you been to you, like only like four or five not like a, but you've been overseas not like though, a right? crazy amount yeah. yeah Spain, Brazil Mexico yeah. Canada Brazil. I guess I think I think the biggest thing is I just don't want to be in a fucking plane for that long. I hate planes. Dude, bro, this Dude. is what you gotta do. Not the flying, it's just being no, in a little... Listen, uh, I'd rather take a boat. A little claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. I was so fortunate to have my mom work for the airlines, so when I went to mm-hmm. Spain, I got business class round trip for oh, like nice. $600. Yeah. Dude, 
my goodness, the seat that reclines all the way back. Yeah. Before you even take off, you've already they've already offered you like three drinks, five different newspapers, and fucking ice cream. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. I would you have can't the, go back. I would have the three drinks then fall asleep. But yeah, when I went that's... to Brazil, I was in coach, and I was literally like in my seat like this watching movies for 12 hours, and it fucking sucked. Dude, man, yeah. just bring a couple sleep aids. Knock out for the 16-hour. You, you will wake up yeah. feeling so refreshed Dramamine. and just be ready to go. Yeah. I mean, are you, really. Are you drained after you get off a plane, or are you like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, like, even going from here back to Western New York, which uh-huh. is like an hour and a half, sometimes hour and 15-minute flight... I get off. I'm just like, oh my god! I hate being in the airport, and I hate traveling. And it's that's the plus we trip. have to get like drunk in order to fly because we hate. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're just like you're like, like kind of got that weird hangover getting off the plane. I remember like I was going to Connecticut, where my cousins live, and um, I'm on the airplane. I think I was, I was just turned 21 or 22, and I just kept having the flight attendant just give me drinks. Yep. I had like eight drinks. Yeah. And my mom got fucking pissed at me because she's like. You're not a fucking bar, Victor. She's They're also expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah, so Ten bucks for... No, free. I was in first class, so it was just free. That's oh, when you bring uh, those Southwest coupons yeah. that you get once no, a year. Mom, they're free. Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so planes you don't do so well in. And then tell me about... Okay, so let's talk about the show. What's your experience been like? Because you did the Peyton Wilson show. Yeah. yeah. And you, that's completely different. Than Can I have any context? Or are you guys just going to like go off on your thing? I'm totally cool with that. With the, what the shows were? <laughs> like, I have no context for what you guys are talking about. I know. So you're do you want to provide context just, or do I just need to So up? right now we're right. in this show called Sabotage and it runs for five weeks and it's a compilation of like five, it's a compilation of six different scenes in about an hour, hour 15. Okay. It's how people sabotage themselves. And this is my first show. Because you, I told what you. What do you mean sabotage themselves? Well, like, you just come to the show in the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've yeah. done like extra work and um, this is my first time doing like a show show and yeah. they did the Peyton Wilson show which is like yeah. kind of improv but it's not like Memorize lines. It's like structured improv, so yeah. you like you kind of know what's coming, but you sort of are. It's up to you to like create an okay. interesting story to tell. Which we changed our bit like almost every yeah. week. Yeah. Oh really? She's like every okay, week so she'd be like, "Do say more." Shows. Like you need to have a way more detailed story because we were just doing it real simple. Because we were like super nervous. <laughs> I was super nervous on stage for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I can tell yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's part of the reason I wanted to do it too. Because I was like, we, we have a showcase in December. I'd love to be on these stages before then to get yeah. like a little bit used to it. Yeah. And I, after that, it's like it's easy to go up there now. Yeah. Like I'm I, not worried. The about second tonight. show, yeah, I was like, it was like black and white. I was yeah, like, oh, I'm good now. It's like easy, but I, I, like ask him. I'm pretty outgoing, but even when like we did level one, and it's like, oh shit, I got to do a monologue in front of the class. I was like even a little bit nervous. And then for even like all through all the by level four, it was like totally fine. Level three, yeah, because it was just like goofy shit and the mm-hmm. snake and other weird stuff. Like, even level two, doing your scene in front of, like, ten or twelve people was like, okay, little... I got yeah. my lines memorized, yeah. but I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Right but, like, now. getting over it, it's it's like, oh, that was, that was easy. Like, yeah. I, was takes, so, I was so nervous, but, like, it's not it that... It just takes, it, once like, you do it, it's an experience fun. to get out of your head. Because, mm-hmm. like, 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 a lot of times I would know all my lines, but I'd be in my head, so I'm just, like, reciting them, and I'm not, like, yeah. acting them. I remember, like... So, Michael, you gotta get out of your head, because you're being Greg right now, you're not... <laughs> You're not the character. Yeah, so many times Michael's been like, just get out of your head. I can tell you're thinking about your lines. Because I memorize my lines, and then, I mem- and then my one line triggers my next line, but right. I forget that there's, like, a dialogue. And so when whoever it is, Jess or whoever, saying her- their lines, I'm like, oh, that fucking throws me off. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Because yeah. you're watching the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's been incredible to see, like... Victor, since he started doing Second City, it just the growth in his ability to like communicate ideas on on, on the spur of the moment has just mm-hmm. been phenomenal. 
And yeah, somebody. Yeah, I mean, he never really. You never really did public speaking much. No, I you, I've never. I mean, yeah. probably, and so speaking. this was something that you had always yeah. had on your radar. Now, you guys said that you know, obviously, from a young age, you wanted to do this. Did you ever do anything that was like public speaking related, or like stuff to, like prime you, or was it just standard like right. standard like school stuff? You know, presentations. But even like presentations in high school like scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Be, like, in college scared the crap. Out of me. So that's why, like, <laughs> acting is awesome, because you get told what to say. So it's, yeah. like, Dude, it's I remember, a little bit, I remember a little bit off up, your shoulders. I did a presentation, I think it was for a marketing <laughs> class. And it was, like, I started it. Like, there's, like, five people in our group, so we all have certain parts of the presentation that we have to take care of. And I started it and just went through it, and it took me, like, probably three and a half minutes, which is long, to hear someone talk. Yeah. And I was, like, blacked out the whole time. And then I stopped, and I was, mm-hmm. like... That was really bad. Like, yeah. everyone's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. that's the worst feeling. Yeah, yeah it was when really just shitty. staring at you with those questioning eyes. You can see it. You can totally see it. No, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking like, about. Like, did I totally miss the mark on that? My one. favorite was like freshman year of college. I'm in this communications class and we have to do this presentation. And I'm in a group of myself and four other people. And it was weird because my group, like, there was no camaraderie. There was no, like, let's, like, fuck around and then work on this. It was just all, like, real weird and rigid and, like, what, do you, what should we do? It was yeah. just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And somehow, miraculously, my job was just to write the introduction and conclusion of our presentation. And then when we actually did the presentation, my job was just to pick people who answered the questions. I didn't have to answer a fucking question at all. But, like, the system that there was, like, if you could answer the question, that people would put their hands in front of them if they didn't know, like, put it behind them. So I had, like, the easiest fucking job. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, like, showed up, and it was just, like the most easiest thing I've ever done and then the other people I think a few of them fucked up but then it's like at the end like rate your teammates everyone just rates like level 5 on yeah, like every yeah, category yeah, yeah. possible yeah, like, oh yeah let's all, let's all get in there um, so what brought you guys because you're from you said western New York mm-hmm. so when did you guys come here and what brought you here uh, like three years ago my buddy that we went to we I met in college and then he ended up being our roommate he's from here originally he's from Des Plaines um, he always wanted to just come out here, but Mike moved here for a girl. Yeah, I followed a girl out here, mm-hmm. and then and then he got me a job like that. Mm-hmm. So nice. it just kind of worked out, and then and then that didn't work out. <laughs> so, the girl so now, the job, the job so now I'm here. Yeah. When I was in Brazil, I met this guy who was I don't know from Germany or somewhere, and he spoke Portuguese. He's like, yeah, I learned it here when I moved here three or four years ago, and uh, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why did you move here? He's like. I moved here for a girl, man. Yeah. Don't ever fucking do it. It doesn't work. <laughs> and yep. when I'm talking to him, he, you can tell his demeanor and just, like, physical appearance. He just had his beard, and he's just, like, kind of disheveled and a little <laughs> slightly despondent. And it's just, like... Do you like, still regret it? He's living in... He's talking about his life choices. He's talking about he's also you. reliving yeah. his life choices at the same time, and just, like, drowning them with a yeah. fucking huge bottle of yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah. Stupid move, but... Yeah, so I followed, At the same time, I got me. him. Because I was, I was home, I was back in New York working at a winery, um, and I was just, like, literally doing fucking nothing, because, like, a lot of my friends kind of moved away the same time he moved to Chicago, so, like, everyone kind of, like, split. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we all lived, right after college, we moved into a house downtown, super cool spot, four, four, four people in the house total, and we had, it was, like, housewarming party. To like housewarming weekend to like housewarming month, and then we, had like, <laughs> and then we had like three months of just like ridiculous partying, like all the time. What? So, like, so for context, how like how big of a town and how big of an area? How many people? Because um, that always puts it in perspective. How many people? We went to school with Rochester is small. Like, oh, Rochester, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I went to small. school in uh, like the city itself Columbia. is fucking oh, tiny. Uh, it's really, really little. But like, there's like the surrounding Greater Rochester areas, which is like 
um, like my town, Honey Falls, Menden, Pittsburgh, so like all the these small towns and... like circle this whole city. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, here, you know, it's like you want to go three and a half miles, it takes you like 15 to like 20 <laughs> minutes, but like for us, it would take three and a half minutes to get where we want to go. Okay, so small town type vibe, yeah, type, type of very, type of I mean, there's like suburban, then there's a lot of country around us. We have like mm-hmm. cornfields fucking everywhere because we, okay, we're right yeah. by because it's right by the Finger Lakes, okay, Te- yeah. Te- technically yeah. country. Yeah. yeah, when I think okay. of New yeah. York City and especially Chicago too, like I think of Chicago and the Chicagoland area, and then I completely forget there's an entire state. Yeah, like right. Illinois. Yeah, and the same thing with like, and we're oh, we're up so towards the northern oh, northern goodness. end. Like there's so much in the it's southern so, end yeah, that I, mean, I don't even know about. Yeah. Illinois is really rural. I yeah. Mean, Good 60, 70% of it is just very, very rural. Uh, you'd be, su- I mean, you'd really be surprised and travel down towards Springfield, which yeah. really is the only yeah. sort of sign of civilization. Well, in sixth grade, in we the, took a trip to area. Springfield, and, and uh, like on the way you go, like you, you see like Amish stuff out the window, and you're as a 12 year old, you're just like, what the fuck is all of this? Mm-hmm. Like, what? No electricity. Yeah. How do you live? No Xbox. What are you guys doing? Do you at least have cell phones? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have something? Do you cheat a little? But they make killer butter, I guess, and, like, honey and shit. Well, yeah. I, so I went to undergrad in uh, at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa, and then I went to, to grad school in New York. So it was, like, a very, you know, different type of environment. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the Amish communities, because uh, there was this, like, awesome touristy-type Amish community that you get to go there, and they had their handmade, you know, their handmade butter, their handmade, like, candy, all mm-hmm. these sort of neat little things, but... Then you travel to a place like you know, New York City, and I mean, I, did you guys get a chance to, to go to New York City a lot, or was uh, that like one of I've those been there once. I visited there like maybe really? three yeah. or four times. Oh wow! Just yeah. for so like it's a sort few of days. just in its own world. Like basically, you could be living in a different state. It's like, yeah, it's like New York City is its own state to me. Yeah, like, it really. I mean, it's crazy because it I lived be. there for three years, and it's just. I mean, it is one of the craziest experiences. So I mean. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how you remember anything from your visits Dude, to New York. You've been like blacked so out every awesome. single time that you've been there. It's just so party awesome. time. That's how ours was. So we, we went for work and we were there for three days. We were like, we were helping our, my my cousin open a startup retail uh-huh. store. And it was like high end, it's like New York City fashion. So we were, we went there to go to a bunch of showcases and like check out all these. Yeah, super pretentious. Um, <laughs> in New York City, baby. dress was like one thousand dollars. It's just like yeah, New York, that's cool. But like in Western New York, like one percent of the population can afford that. Yeah, yeah. So well, I went to one time, like Bloomingdale's, <coughs> the mall down on Michigan Avenue, and I walked in just to like fuck around and see things. And I walked into some store and it was closing, so I said like everything sixty to seventy percent off. Yeah. And I look at like a jacket or swim or, or I don't know what it was, but it was something, and it was twelve hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh, what's so sixty seventy percent off? Like, no, that is the sixty to seventy. That, oh, good. Like, oh, oh. Price. Okay. I'll think about it. Yeah. I'll come back. New York, I, I did love New York. It was awesome. Like, we went to some sweet hotels and like rooftop parties and stuff. But it's just so it's so big and like I've never gone there. Like, I love Chicago. Like, yeah, you can waste you know, it. You can go ten minutes, five minutes, and you're out. You're out of the city. Well, that's the one thing that I learned in New York that I feel like Chicago lacked. So first of all, Chicago is so much cleaner than New York City. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when when you see bags of trash piled up on the yeah, street basically crazy. lining miles it's just like this is so gross yeah you, know, you like feel the flies like crawling all over the place and then you come Same. to new uh, to back to chicago and it's like oh my goodness this is yeah. what clean streets should street look like clean, yeah. yeah but i mean uh, the i mean probably the biggest thing for me 
when living in New York was just there was there was a never ending supply of things to do. But more than that, like to get there, yes, it was a pain in the ass to get there. You had to take subways, but like you learn how to navigate, like yeah. navigate the urban jungle, yeah. You know, and people were efficient. Yeah. That is one thing that I think that rubbed off yeah. on me the most was the efficiency. It's like yeah. you knew yeah. when the light ahead, like three streets ahead, was going to change, so you knew yeah, your pace yeah, that yeah. you had to go yeah. in order to like catch all the green lights. Right. Right. Yeah, our buddy who's an artist and he just travels literally the world. He lives in like mostly Cartagena and uh, just like oh. paints from six thirty a.m. like through the day, and just does that every single day. But he lived in New York City for a long time because he went to college there. But he was like. He tried to get us to move there because he's like, if you can live in New York City for a year, he's like, you can pretty much do whatever. Oh, he's like, if you can, if you can like survive, then you can, you'll be all right. Well, what was your reaction when when I told you I was going to New York City? I was, like, I was that was the last thing yeah. I had ever wanted to do was to live in a city. For me, I was like, are you small town suburban boy? I, I was like, did Iowa I just school? hear that correctly? Because he's the type where like. So in high school, we would go to his farm. we'd go to his house and like lay on the horn and make him come out to hang out with <laughs> yeah, us because he yeah. just likes just like being by himself, very just, introverted, like, doing his own we'll thing, nice being in his own environment. Yeah. So like to to be gone. in New York City, <laughs> to be in New York City, that's just like that blows. That's like sending like like a deer in the jungle or yeah. something like fucking yeah. crazy like that. Like, dude, a deer get, in the jungle. You're gonna get. Thank you. You're gonna get. Yeah, no, no, that's lie. cool. It doesn't make any fucking sense at all. It, I never just, got mugged. A baby deer. Two contrasting things that just should not even paradox exist. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. a paradox. Yeah. But um, when I visited him, a baby it was he knew exactly how to navigate where we were going and uh, the subway system and everything. I was like, oh, wow, this is mm. a, a new side of Rick's I've never seen. It was life-giving. It gave me new life. It yeah. gave me a new perspective But he life. did say, I think, when I asked him, like, what did you think or how did you feel when you were moving to New York? He's like, oh, I was fucking terrified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The most terrifying thing ever. But didn't you say yeah. you did it just because to, like, grow and be uncomfortable and yeah. like, to fucking deal I was with like, it. Yeah, go this is an zone. opportunity that I cannot pass up. And I'm like, I'm going to, like, as terrified as I am, I'm going to seize this opportunity and just, you know, as long as I don't die, like, I will consider this a victory, you know, in mm-hmm. the end. I feel like that's how a lot of our experiences end up going. I mean, yeah. you guys moved to Chicago. I was scared West driving here. I drove here nine hours and like, I was just like, this is weird. I'm alone. And, like, yeah. everything is in my so car. So you drove by yourself? Yeah. Like, and, and I was like, oh, I almost man. didn't want to come. And then you my mom, have, who... Like, over those nine hours, a lot of thoughts. Oh, yeah. Hour yeah. seven, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm yeah, almost there. And I can't, like, just turn around right now. But my mom kind of pushed me to go, even though she wanted me to, like, stay home the most. She's like, just do it. She's like, she's like, it's way new and like. You know, we went to college in our hometown. Our mom's side um, of the family, like, still, so they're just like, when are you moving home? I was wait, like, so for college? <laughs> yeah, college yeah. in your hometown, did you guys live at home during college? You have no, no, it was like, it was like a couple times well a day. Different so it was like, like I, yeah, I mean, turn my the phone mom, off. I would go home to do laundry yeah. for the first year, and that was okay. pretty much it. I, uh, I noticed when I was at your apartment uh, that little tiger, and I was like, what the fuck is R.I.T.? Yeah. And oh, then yeah. someone told me, like, oh, it's where they went to. Yeah. Uh, college how many people were in your on your campus it was twelve thousand undergrad oh, and fifteen thousand um with graduates probably so like more, i didn't i mean walking okay. we had like basically it was dorms and residential and then there's this huge quarter mile it was literally called the quarter mile and then that leads all the way up to all the academic side of the campus mm-hmm. um and then there's just this huge loop that circles our whole campus so like that's how you drive around to get anywhere you want to go mm. Yeah. Um, some some of the stuff cuts through, but and like the campus house, I would like walk down that, it. and I like never saw people I recognized. Like it was always different yeah. people every day. Yeah, week in our town was like, I mean, it was small. It was very Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> like there was like maybe one or two yeah. like different yeah. ethnicities, like like one or two people with different ethnicities. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to college there, and like I never sat next to a Caucasian person, like rarely. 
I mean, yeah. we were, we were or, really? or a girl. Wow. Yeah, wow. it was very. Or a girl. It was heavily. Yeah. It was heavily. Well, our uh, freshman male year, our freshman body. year, it was like uh, seventy. I want to say like seventy. Four to one. I think it was four um, to guys one. Guys and girls. Yeah, four, four to one the first year. And then the second and third year we were there, they they really started to balance it out. They're basically just like letting people into the college. It's they always said it's easy to get into RIT, but it's really hard to stay because it's it's you know it's high tech college. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tech college. That's how Purdue was. I remember freshman year. I'm like, I'm like, there's a lot of dudes right now with the bucks, (laughs) and like I'd never see, I'd never see. I mean, I would see some girls on campus, but then like you got to like get into the fraternity parties and like okay, now there's a balance of girls. And like each year, there were more the ratio evened out. Eventually, yeah, you know, yeah. As well, by the time we was, graduated, it yeah. was like which was, was really was nice. I want to stay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's the um, what's one of the most like ridiculous times you remember from college, from or like college? a story that maybe somebody told you? Mm. What a story somebody told uh, you, or how about an experience that you well, had? I mean, I always like, like well, the personal example, experiences like, that yeah. that border on ridiculous. I know, I know, but like I my friends have stories that I wasn't there for. But oh, they're fucking crazy. Well, how about stories the one when I got still tell No, how about the one when Kyle or Derek kicked down the door? That's pretty. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I mean, there, honestly, we have a lot of stories from college. Um, he did that twice. He kicked our was, door in twice, but one time was, he kicked it his door out of the frame oh, at their apartment like the whole frame just ripped out of the wall <laughs> and then he, he walked he in he and like and it was in his found his keys and he's like oh shit I had him all the time and then his <laughs> roommate awesome. comes home they just put the door back up they just like leaned it against <laughs> and his roommate comes home and didn't know and it looked like the door was fine and he like goes to open it and just like starts falling and he like fell with it <laughs> and he's just like what the fuck he's like are you serious he's like we have to pay for this that was amazing oh my goodness um, I think I, th- I feel like yeah, probably one of the most ridiculous ex- experiences for me because it was the first time I had a gun pointed at me. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, first oh, and only yeah, time. This is a good one. I was dri- We were driving around my buddy's car. It was me, him driving, and then actually that kid Kyle, who also helped kick down the door, was in the back, and we were just smoking a bong in, a, in like a big, big. Wait, red- Kyle from last night? No, no, no. Okay. no. My my uh, college roommate. Okay. He um, did go to RIT with us for a few years though. Yeah, that's true. Um, he, so, so we're driving around smoking along in this huge residential neighborhood. It's it's a lot of families, but there's this one street. It's all like basketball houses, lacrosse houses, uh-huh. baseball players, whatever, hockey players. Um, so it's like a huge maze. So we're driving around. Um, we're parked in the middle of this cul-de-sac, and we're smoking bong. And I was just like, I just got a feeling. I was like, this is stupid. Like, why are we? Like, there's people can probably see through our windows right now. Like, yeah, it's not, they're, not, they're not tinted. So I was like, let's get out of here. So we, we started driving, and we're like, oh, should we back one more bong? Like, yeah, fuck it, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll smoke it on the way out. So we're driving, and he ends up circling back to the exact spot we were at, and we see a state trooper coming at us and drives by us. So he's just like, we're all cool. I just, like, yeah. hand the bong back. Everyone cool. Everyone's cool. And cool. We, were, we were so fucking stoned. So we, we take a quick left, and he kind of sped up and then ended up, like, rolling through a stop sign. Not like he wasn't going that fast, yeah. but he rolled through. And two cop cars pull us over, and we're like, oh, fuck, okay, they're going to, you know, give us some shit, maybe find our weed. Four cops get out, guns drawn, and they're, like, pointed at our car, and they're just like, what the fuck is in the car? And we're just like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was shaking. And I had a broken collarbone at the time. I broke my collarbone, like, weeks before um, dirt biking. And so my roommate in the back thinks that put your hands up meant open the door and put your hands up so he like goes to open the door and this ufc sized like uh cop boots the door shut he's like what the fuck are you doing and then he grabs the door open grabs my buddy by the wrist and throws him out of the car like literally just like tosses him like he's a rag doll jumps on his back cuffs him puts us all on cop cars um and then 
they had they had me and my buddy in one car and then that that kid in a different car and they were trying to fuck with us by like being like oh your friend told us everything yeah, said that yeah. you smoked and I was just like and I just I was I was like I'm not gonna be a rat and I was like no it was it was me I was like they didn't do anything at all and they're like so neither of them were smoking and it was just you and I was like yep just me and they're just like why would you do that and I was like because he's my friend dude of course yeah. I'm gonna cover for him. And I was snitch. like my buddy, mm. my buddy kept going. He's like, "Please don't tell my parents." It's like, "Dude, you're 18. They're not gonna call your parents." <laughs> yeah. So, um, so they mom. they take everything out of the trunk. They take our bong. They're like, "Where's the weed?" And I was like, "Oh, it's in a coke can." And it was one of those, um, mm. you know, like hidden stash ones. Yeah. And they come back like 10 minutes later. They're like, "What are you talking about? Like, what? It's it's in a coke can?" And I was just like, "Did you try to open it like a coke can?" <laughs> and they're just like, "No," but like. How is it inside of this? I was like, you gotta screw the top. That's really dude. Oh, And then they're like, and, revealing the and then they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, we've never seen that before. And they ended up letting us off with just running a stop sign. Okay. Are you kidding they were just, me? They were just like, guys, we don't care. Like, Are so, you serious? So the whole thing was, oh my God. We're in the car. We're in the car, and my buddy, who his parents, I mean, they're pretty strict. He, he was afraid to get in trouble, so he couldn't talk. He was just speechless, and they're just like, "What's in the car? Like, what's in your bag?" And he's like, "I just have a piece in my backpack." And they're like, "You got a piece? You got a gun?" And I was like, "It's a bong." I was like, "It's a bong. We're just smoking weed." I was like, "That's it." And then once they realized that we were just a bunch of idiots, they're like, "Guys, just don't smoke in a fucking residential neighborhood. Like, go back to your campus." Because yeah. it's like a rough town, so like, oh, they like, really? They, like, kind okay, of. so, so they like, legitimately like, like a minor thing, like yeah, for them, like, they, for they, them they are it's just, just like they, yeah. it's just like wow, yeah. like. Don't even bother us with that. Just stop acting. Yeah. So they said, they and the the huge UFC guy. He was talking to me for a minute, like when we're just waiting to get our tickets. Um, and he's just like, yeah. He's like, sorry for taking your weed. And I was like, no, it's cool. He's like, you'll get more. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then we're in the car. Probably the funniest part. We're in the car, all waiting. Um, to, the guy's like, all right. He's like, no worries. I'll be right back. I just gotta write your ticket, and then you guys are good to go. So he goes away. We got the windows wide open, and me and my buddy in front are like. We're still super stoned, so we're laughing our asses off, yeah. like, at the top of our lungs. I was like, I don't get it. Like, it's illegal to smoke. It's also illegal to drive and smoke, mm-hmm. and they're just letting us drive home. Uh, yeah. And my buddy in back, he's like, shut the fuck up. He's like, they can, like, literally hear you. And I was yeah. like, That's we're stoned. Good. Like, they know that. That's really like, good. Wow. We once, like, on Purdue, <laughs> we, the bus systems were all colors, like, the uh, gold loop and red loop and silver loop and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, we had one... Well, we had a route that we made up ourselves called the Green Loop, and it's just like that means it's like it's the outer roads that you take just to drive and smoke yeah. weed. So we like let's hit hit up the Green Loop, and we just sit in the car and smoke weed. And one time we were driving through, and we're we're high and we're super baked, and there's smoke in the car and everything, and there's no cars anywhere. All of a the sudden, there's cop lights behind us. Which is the scariest I, feeling ever. Oh, oh! Yeah. I was so scared. And then for like a half second, and then I was like, fuck, I'm in the back seat. I'm not driving. I am totally, like, I am totally cool with this. And I, But people are like freaking out. And we pull over, right? The cop car slows down and then just drives yeah. past us. Yeah, that's happened to me. It's that was like, oh, oh the wow. feeling of just like, yeah. oh shit, the police. And then just had this huge... Huge burden lifted yeah, off. Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck just that, happened? That ex- the exact thing happened to me. I was, I had, and I had just lit up a joint, and I was with one of my friends. And same thing, cop like is coming behind me with its lights on, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm, I'm a fuck. I was like, there's no way to get out of this. I'm, I'm definitely gonna get a U, uh, UPM for it. Yeah. And then I pu- did the same thing. I pulled over, and they just like flew by, and I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Depress like, those central nervous system. Yeah. It's like this responses. will make me feel better again. Yeah. No, exactly. You remember, you remember when Joe, our cousin Joe, 
was driving us to the airport, I think, to come back to Chicago. And as soon as we pull on the three-way, a cop pulls him over like that. And we had just, I don't know if we were hitting a one-hitter or a joint, but we see it, and we, like, put it out immediately. And then he's just like, everybody have a cigarette. And we, like, all lit up cigarettes right away. <laughs> we're all and he, and he's just like, he's just like, he's like, hey, just we like just your tailgate. I think it's just a tailgate or whatever, and we're all just staring at him with <laughs> cigarettes, like, puffing it as hard as we can. Yeah. It's like blowing it in his face. <laughs> You smell, smell the nothing. cigarette. You yeah. smell nothing. Well, I was, um, there's this place in our town called, uh, Ball Park, which is, like, these row of tennis courts and, like, this gravel lot that's, like, tucked away in this residential area, and people would always go there to smoke weed, and one time I go there with one of my friends, it's, like, maybe 10.30 at night, and we're smoking, and it's cold outside, so, uh, we're just sitting in the car, and this cop car pulls into the lot, like, the lights aren't on, and we're like, oh, shit. And then it goes past, and then it turns around, and it's about to leave, and then it stops. And the guy gets out of the car. Like, oh, fuck. Because we had the windows up, so it mm-hmm. definitely smells like weed inside this car. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And I don't know why. Just crack the window. <laughs> I'm in the passenger seat, and he he comes on my side of the car. I'm waiting to go on the driver's side. Do they do that sometimes? And, uh, yeah. and he's like, roll down the window. It's like, I roll it down like... <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Like a half inch. He's like, roll it down a little more. It's like, roll, pass out your Roll it down like ID. two more inches. And he's like, just keep rolling it down. And then I roll it down all the way. He's like, so uh, what are you guys doing here? Uh, uh, hanging out. We're, we're just hanging out. <laughs> and uh, the only reason I think that we got off, because he, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, the park closes at, at dusk. Yeah. So just, you know, wrap it up and, and go home. And the only, I mean, he had to have smelled weed. There's no yeah. reason that he couldn't smell weed. But I think the only reason that he didn't do anything was because he saw that we were not teenagers and the, our lights were on in the car when he pulled up. So it also wasn't like a, like people fucking in the car or making out or whatever. Yeah. It was just two people sitting there. With and, uh, pillars of smoke just yeah, rising from their crotches. Pillars of smoke. I wonder, I wonder where the, what the, the window <laughs> yeah, right. as I crack it open. But that was really terrifying. Too. What are you doing here? Flying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we always used to. If we, if we got caught in several situations like that. And they'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, we're just waiting for our friend to call us to let us know we can come over. <laughs> like, I don't know. Dude. The standard yeah. response. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thinking, just thinking, <laughs> pondering the Reflect, universe. Reflecting on the origins yeah. of the universe. <laughs> what are you doing here? You know? <laughs> Engage him in a philosophical a, conversation. Having a quarter life crisis. Yeah. <laughs> quarter life crisis. Have you guys ever gotten in trouble for uh, like minor consumption or anything? Um, no, no, no. I don't. Yeah, that I that never happened to me. That came close a couple times. But. I've gotten out of um, two DWIs like miraculously. Like one, I had to blow, and I, I didn't blow a little more than point oh eight. It was like I think I blew a point one. And the guy let me go, but he just, like, chewed me out for a little bit. Yeah. He's like, why'd you lie? And I was like, I don't know, I thought it'd be easier. <laughs> yeah, well, I was one time... And I was like, I'm not that... I had two drinks, man. I was once driving home from Indianapolis. Um, I had my mom's car, because I was going home that weekend to buy a car. And I am flying down the fucking highway. Like, I'm going 105. And I get pulled over, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I get nervous, because... Um, I was at Purdue, and I had a few drinks, like, literally two drinks, and then, like, four hours went by, and then I drove home. But I was still nervous, and they pull me over, and they make me do the road test, yeah, and yeah. the alphabet, and all that bullshit. Yeah. And I'm just like... Who can I'm, recite the alphabet backwards, I'm by so, the way? I'm, I'm, failing, so like, I'm failing this test. Yeah. I'm failing this test. I could probably like, do it in, like, an hour. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you have to go time. from A all the way to Z, and then Z. Z, you know, my smartphone, and I'm more than happy. And he's like, you 
you you failed the field test, so you're going to have to blow into this breathalyzer. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, fuck. The moment of truth. Yeah. And I blow into it. He's like, harder. And I'm blowing into it, yeah. blowing into it, blowing into it, blowing it. And mm-hmm. it's like, deep. And then it's like, okay, you're good to go. I was like, oh, huge fucking burden lifted off my back. But I, uh, he took my driver's license away because I was going so fucking fast that I had to go to court. Oh, and he's like, here's your ticket. If you know, if you get pulled over again, you know, you this know, is your driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go to court, and I like, I got a lawyer because I was terrified. And um, he goes into court, and I'm in a room with like 30 other people for dumb shit. And um, he's talking to the the judge, and I think like the district attorney of the town. And I just remember thinking, like, I am so happy I got a lawyer because they were going back and forth, like, real, like, talking real fast, using lingo I did not know of. Oh, yeah. And I had to go to traffic school for a weekend. Oh, Like, oh, fuck, eight hours sucks. on a Saturday, eight Jesus. hours on a Sunday. It was, like, the worst fucking weekend of my life. It was so boring. And the next day when after that happened, I had to go to CarMax, or, uh, yeah, CarMax to get, buy a car. And I'd been there before and done some of the paperwork. I'm like, I hope he doesn't ask for my license. I hope he doesn't ask for my license. He's like, all right, all we need is a uh, copy of ID. And uh, it's like, oh. Take a library card? About that. <laughs> so luckily, they already, they already knew I had a driver's license somehow through social security number or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I needed a copy of my ID. So like, I had to go to the DMV that day on a Saturday. And somehow I was only at the DMV for like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. got an ID, and was still able to get my car. That's mm-hmm. unheard of. Um, so I, I lied. I did have. I did have right, <laughs> right before I moved. To Chicago, right before I moved to Chicago, actually. Um, so Mike was here. I was back home, and I did. I, we did like several um, like charity runway shows and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was getting paid, but it was all you know for. I, I forget, what was it called? Green. Uh, like you wear like a fashion runway yeah so like Uh, we did like I mean like Lululemon was part of it from the ground or something yeah from the ground or something Um, Greentopia Greentopia so so I did one of those and I was by myself and with some other models that like I kind of knew from other shows and we were you know relatively close um after the runway show and and like runway shows like everyone's getting drunk the whole time like (laughs) while you're walking down the runway you're like probably had three beers or something Uh so I go out with all the models afterwards we go to this bar um I'm having drinks, I'm talking to this girl, and we end up going across the street to another bar, and that's, I don't remember anything, I don't even remember being at either of the bars, like, maybe barely at the first one, so I go off this, across the street, uh, I get super fucked up, anyway, I ended up driving home, I should have stayed at a buddy's house, which I could have, I was like with him the whole night, yeah, there's no for reason some reason drive. I ended up going to my car, and I was like, fuck it, I'll just, I'm just gonna drive home, which is like a 25 yeah. minute drive back to my mom's house. So I take a really weird, weird route, and I end up going past. I'm going past a grocery store. Or I, actually, I was turning left at a left-only lane, and I'm at a red light, so I'm just waiting for it to turn green. And I didn't put my blinker on until the light turned green, and then I turn left, and all of a sudden, I didn't even know there's a cop behind me, and there's lights on. And I was like, okay, I was like, I'm not doing anything. Like my drive. I mean, I'm. I've had a few drinks, but I'm driving okay. I'm pretty sure. And she pulls me over. Um, gives me the whole test I mean she was like she was like you you know have you been drinking I was like yeah I had a couple beers where were you (laughs) how many fucking times do you think like yeah I mean I only had one or two (laughs) two or twenty yeah I'm Um, wasted I'm just be honest so she she asked for my she asked for my registration and it's my mom's car so I was like alright yeah yeah one second so I open her glove box it's full of fucking mail and all that shit I pull all that out put it on my lap and I'm just like sifting through it and I stop at a uh, like a yellow notepad 
not like I was like, oh, there's my there's my registration. I just stopped at it to be like, huh, I wonder if it's like stuck in there. And then I kept going, and I was just like, you know, I can't find it. I was like, I don't even know if she put it in here. She could have taken it out. And she's like, all right, well, she's going to need to have me step out or have you step out of the car. Um, she made me do the whole road test. She mm-hmm. made me blow on the side of the road. And then she put me in the car. And I was just like, and then she came back. She was like, do I have permission to search your car? And I was like, well, no. I was like, well, I mean, why? Like, why am I even in this cop car right now? And she's like, well, probable cause. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, I asked for registration, and you, you, know, you kind of handed me a notepad. And I was like, no. I was like, okay, you're going that route. I was like, I'm not talking to you anymore. Oh, yeah. wow. So um, they take me to the station, and um, <laughs> I did the dumbest thing while I was in the station. I'm sitting on a bench with my hands cuffed behind my back. And they're just like, all right, we just got to wait 30 minutes. Uh, then we're going to have you do the act, like the, the blow test on this machine. Because the one on the side of the road is, in, I mean, depends on the state, I guess. It's inadmissible in court. Yes. It's yeah. not scientifically accurate. It just proves for alcohol in your system. Right. So I'm sitting on the bench. I get heartburn and indigestion, so I, like, kept burping. And the guy's like, dude, he's like, you should stop or try to stop doing that. Cause it's probably going to make your test worse if you keep going. Which you could have been lying. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And 15 minutes go by. I'm, like, so uncomfortable that I go like this. I stand up and, like, put my arms <laughs> under my knees. And he just, like, looks at me. He's like, Jesus. He's like, dude, why did you do that? I was like, just uncomfortable. This is okay, right? And he's just like, no, now i got to help you pull your arms back behind your back. <laughs> he had to help. He had to, like, stand me up. And it was, like, it was even harder to get him back. Yeah, yeah it was It's terrible. okay. I'm only halfway free. I can totally picture that right now. Yeah, absolutely. But, no, that's totally a reasonable, like, yeah, I, was, your, I, was like, I mean, uh, if your arms are behind there for a certain period of time, yeah. you're just like, fuck it. it was, uh, that was the first time I've been in cops. It was terrible. That's so funny. So... Um, he, he and he keeps t- he keeps on telling me every time I burp he's like yeah stop and I was like listen man I was like I'm not taking the test and he's like what and I was like I'm not gonna do that blow test in you know 15 20 minutes whatever it is he's like well why not and I was like because anything I say or do he's against me in a court of law and he just smiles and kind of smirks at me he's like kind of smart and I was like yeah I'm not you're not getting me a DWI so that's all they want that basically took anything away that they could prove that I was drinking and driving so I ended up getting a DWAI so the be- fuck is that. I think it's only in New York. I don't know because no one ever. No one yeah, ever. Every time I say it, because no if heard you of it. if you if you refuse a breathalyzer in Illinois, it's a guilt. Uh, you have confirmed that you, yeah, you yeah. plead guilty okay. basically. Yeah, so, so I, think, I, I think that's just in New York. So yeah. I didn't. I refused, and the only thing that happens is you lose your license for a year in New York. Okay. And he's like, are you sure? Like, you know, you're going to lose your license. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I'm going to Chicago in like three months. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, was like I really don't need one. I'm just going to take the train. Um... <laughs> So I got DWA. It's driving while ability impaired. So it doesn't stay on my record. Like, literally after six months, it's just pretty much gone. And I get a fine for $700, a lawyer for $3,500. And I still, to this day, I haven't, I have to pay the DMV in New York 500 bucks just to apply for my license. You're telling me about this. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and I can't get one in Chicago or Illinois because the states talk to each other. So like, even if I go, be like, Hey, can I get an Illinois license? It'd be like, not until you pay New York. Five hundred bucks. So, yeah, I'm just like, fuck. Damn. Already paying for classes. I can't do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I still don't have a license. It's that that's kind of nice. Sucks. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Drive ever. Freedom. No. Yeah. Everyone well, drives. Uh, we have a friend who doesn't have a license right now, and him not driving is a huge fucking pain in the ass mm-hmm. for him. Uh, especially when you live in the suburbs because yeah, everything yeah. You to, I mean like you have to either get rides from friends or like pay for Uber which gets super fucking expensive oh, yeah. but he had gotten he got in, into a, a car accident and all of this shit happened because he had weed in his system 
like he had alcohol in the system, but but he was underneath the legal limit. So it's like mm-hmm. it, whatever. Okay, he's underneath the legal limit, but he had weed in his system, and it became this huge fucking mess for what? him. And this this Just happened. This accident happened well, in fall okay. fall 2012. And um, he could have got his license sooner, but it's just, the, what I'm trying to say is, like, there are, the consequences definitely outweighed the, the act that he Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. what? No, absolutely not. No, he injured people. He crashed into another car head-on going in the opposite lane. Like, he absolutely he deserved, deserved, (laughs) yes, he absolutely deserved everything that he got. Did they go to the hospital? Yes. Like, he is lucky that they I are all he, alive. I thought only he, he hit them that. forty miles an hour. As they he, were, as they were, as I knew in, he hit them, but in I didn't an off ramp, going the opposite totally direction fine. on an off ramp. As as traffic is merging onto the expressway, he was going the opposite direction that, up. That like that, he is so lucky <laughs> that people didn't. That die. makes it worse. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Like, that's a huge does, piece and, and, of information that I didn't. <laughs> well, like, okay. I kind of knew and, it, but not. not but all I mean, of that's it. one of those things that you have to take into account. Like, yes, people people are stupid; they make mistakes all the time. Like, I got a DUI. Like, I I I totally accept that. But when those decisions end up impacting other people, like his did, I mean, that's when it becomes kind of a serious I didn't know, issue. I thought he just hit the car, and they were like totally cool, and and I didn't know he hit no, it. Was before, they just get out. They're like, was, don't no, worry about it. Cool. I, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. As their arm is like hanging behind. I didn't you know. Like, I thought they were totally cool. I didn't no, know that they also was, went it, to the hospital. It's so much more complicated. <laughs> I'm not and, mad. And, and that's the thing, too, is like when we're, we're fessing up to our, like, deepest, darkest secrets, like, we always tend to minimize the yeah, impact that yeah, we yeah, have yeah. on other people. That's mm-hmm. just human nature, right? But we have to take into account, like, you know, it's all about proportionality, right? If you get pulled over and you're, uh, you know, under the influence, cool. Like, whatever. If you're not, if you're, if you haven't, like, impacted somebody else's life, but once you cross that line, you have to pay the consequences. That's my personal attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, people can be stupid. That's fine. I don't feel like those should merit, you know, as severe a penalty as, say, like, doing something that right. really impacts another individual's life because you made a stupid mistake. Yeah. Like, right. I think that's where where my line sort of um, is drawn. But I didn't mean well, to take a, a I turn think, into the... I think, though, but, too, things would look... Even if that was the result, things would look way differently had we not been in his... That's just one more thing that they're going to just fucking use to their advantage to shove down his yeah. throat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, yeah. For yeah. sure. And I mean, yeah. and, and that's the challenge, too, is that, like, we all make really stupid mistakes. Like, yeah. And we still do. Like, it's human nature, right? We're going to fuck up. Yeah, but, but if it's super stupid and it doesn't, inc- and it's, it, I mean, it didn't before include someone else, and then it does it after the fact, then, like, that sucks. I mean, we, we were in... We were in two car crashes in high school. Oh yeah, no, we were, t- were in two. Yeah. I mean, oh, actually, well, I I totaled my I, like, I totaled really my sister's car like, um, yeah. when I was oh, sixteen. Yeah. And I mean, since, I mean, instance. our whole town like there's two roads that you know you drive fifty five miles an hour yeah. all I the mean, way through, and like, like it's super stupid, especially if you're doing it at night because there's deer everywhere in our town, so you're bound to. Oh damn! Yeah, you're not. Really? I, I almost totaled my mom's car. I was going to buy weed <laughs> with my sister. I feel like we have with my buddy, for this and I like, right now, and I like, yeah. I did what everyone says or told us to do as kids, um, or when we, you know, we got a license. Step on the gas. <laughs> well, I mean, that is, it is better to hit it than to swerve, but because okay. you don't want to go off the road and yeah. really fuck something up. But so I see a bunch of deer come out across the road, and I slow down to like fifteen or twenty, and I'm like, check in. I'm like, okay, that's probably the last one. I'm pretty sure. 
and I speed up, and I'm going about 45, and a huge fucking deer comes out. Jumps, like, literally, I didn't even have time to see it. It jumped right in front of the lights, like, at the last section, second. And uh, the fucking grill goes flying. Uh, I drove it. I had to drive it home. I had to drop my buddies off, like, real quick. I was like, fuck, like, this is terrible. I drive home, and I, I'm pulling into the garage, and there's, like, shit, like, dragging off. The yeah. Like, it sounds terrible. Uh, and a biker, it, a biker was going by right when it happened, so he probably saw everything. Damn. Um, like a uh, cycler. So I go home, and my my mom opens the garage door as I'm pulling it in, and she just, like, opens the door and then just starts hysterically laughing and basically crying wow. and shuts the door. She's like, oh, my God. They all, It was almost totaled. She's like, they they, wa- they wanted me so not to keep it. stupid. Wow. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, and where we grew up, like, deer were... Like oh yeah, everywhere. I've heard, everywhere. I've heard stories about like it's a minefield yeah. when you're trying to drive those but, roads. So to go back to what you were talking about, so we were in a different, we were in a car crash with this kid. He was driving me, my brother, one of our friends home. He was a year, he's a year older, right? Two. Um, his name was Gerber, Gerber baby. That's not his real name. So everyone called him that. Corey. Um, so he's driving his dad's old. Car was it was it? like a Firebird, dude. It was the, no it had, the and it had like on those... top, like ripped off like this. So you just oh, put the them in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing old. was made yeah. of like iron, you know. Yeah. And the, you know, it was heavy. The tires are like pretty bald. much bald. Yeah. And we're driving down this road, and there's this one really bad turn that goes like kind of like goes up, and then like goes back down and around. Right. And this girl, years years before, um, died there. She hit a telephone pole right there and passed passed away. So there's like you know a bunch of yeah um, stuff all over the pole. And this sarcastic little kid, he's an asshole. He, <laughs> or he was, he like jerked at it just to like oh, joke with us. And we ended up catching the shoulder a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he started like, the car was just going this and that and this. Yeah. And then we, we were this close to nailing a tree. Um, we ended up going through this lady's yard. We hit her uh, mailbox. <laughs> mailbox. Giant like this tree. Huge bush. The electrical. What are those called? The little just yeah, fuck everything up in her backyard. And we nearly like we sliding nearly and we went like this. No and then way. It, and then we were just like slammed back down. Slammed back down. And I like looked out the windows because I was on the right side and, and like dirt this. just came straight oh, flying yeah. into my eyes. And I was just like blind so for like so twenty minutes. We all get out of the car like everyone good like everyone's fine. Luckily we're all wearing our seatbelts miraculously. We're, we're high school yeah. kids. Oh my goodness. Um, this lady comes running down from our house. She's like, "You trying to hit my mailbox?" And we're like, <laughs> "From a hundred like, yards away." Like, no. Yeah. Like, we're yeah, like, we're trying to do, do a trick. Do you see this right now? We're like, we're, like, we're alive. Like, she, thank God. She's she like, had a lot of, She had a lot of people, like, like purposely, like, take her mailbox out. With, like, oh, that's funny. And shit like that. So she was just, yeah, I've done that, too. Not her mailbox. Mailbox so. baseball. No, I didn't yeah. do that. It was, it's called, it was called <laughs> Trash Can Commandos, and I wasn't a part of it, but they would just, our friends would just ride around town on Sunday nights when people had their trash cans out and just kick them over. Yeah. Yeah, trash can commandos. I never did that. Okay. I never did that. But so we got, the cop came, uh, and we're all, but before the cop even came, we're all fine. We're having, like, we're drinking water or something. The lady brought us down drinks. And we're all laughing by that time. Like, my sister showed up, and then my buddy, who's a year older, he's he's our captain on the swim team. Um, He he worked for the... Um, fire the fire department. department. So he always has. He thinks it's super cool. He's had a late in his car. He's just like he gets a call. He just turns it on. He just like buzzes yeah. around. Mm-hmm. I did it with him once because he got a call. It was pretty fun. But so he shows up. Cop shows up. We're all laughing at that time because we're like, holy fuck, we're okay. Let's do it yeah. again. And the cops cop got real pissed because my sister was laughing about something. He's like, you think this is funny? Like this? Like they're lying? They like they say they're going you know fifty five of speed limit. We were probably going like eighty. 
So, like, yeah. I hated us for it, and mm. it was pretty bad. I mean, he shouldn't have been fucking around like that, but, like, if another car was coming around that turn, we wouldn't have seen it, and we would have yeah. completely nailed them. Yeah. So that could have fucked up someone else's life. Damn, that's a crazy story. It sucks. But, I mean, uh, I feel like we all have experiences like that where, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all done shit like that. You've done shit like that. Haven't you done shit like that? Yeah, yes. I'm trying to think of an example, like, where I'm in a car or doing something pretty far. Actually, yeah, okay, so uh, this is really fucking stupid. So I was driving uh, my mom's van. This is, like, maybe 10, this, uh, this is more than 10 years ago. Yeah, maybe 10 years ago. Uh and I, I was knew glad our back. moms aren't friends. I was way. coming back. <laughs> she listens to this. I was coming back from my uh, my drum lesson when I was like in high school, and for some weird fucking reason, I just thought, I wonder how far I can drive with my eyes closed. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you serious? So are you serious? <laughs> I closed my eyes. Let's see something like, real quick. I closed my eyes for like five seconds, and like I think I was like like halfway or three quarters into the oh. other lane. And I opened my eyes. I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was just like, <laughs> "Yep, I was right." I feel like I, feel like I have kind of done that. Maybe for only like half a second. And I was like, "That's not a good idea." Yeah. And then another time, um, uh, there there's like train tracks in our town, and even if you're going over them like fairly slow, it's like an up and a down type mm. thing. And I drove real fast over. I don't know, maybe like 50 miles an hour, but it, I could feel the car go up. Yeah. And then the, I could feel the car go up and then the tires, like the weight of the yeah, tires, yeah, come yeah, yeah. down and, and with the engine bring the other and it, and feel fucking, that feeling. And it just boom. Yeah. And the yeah. radio turned off for a few seconds. And for those few seconds, my biggest concern, my biggest concern was like, fuck, I'm going to be in so much trouble that the radio doesn't work. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> radio doesn't work anymore. Oh, shit, I just yeah. fucked up the radio. Yeah. We had a road like that, Ian's Road. It had that little dip. Yeah. It always made me sick. People would purposely that. try to oh, just, like, yeah. launch off You get those, it. like, little... Yeah, yeah I know exactly You said one time about. you drove, like, 90 miles an hour through, like, a residential road just to fucking... Yeah. Just to just feel the speed and just go fucking crazy. <laughs> well, for like, seconds, I mean, right? to be fair, I was totally out of my mind at that period of time. But, yeah, I mean, going down... And, and that's the thing about, like, suburban... Chicago is that you know where the cops are. Like, yeah. in your local area, you know where cops are going to be and where they're not going to be and where there's traffic and where there's not going to be traffic. So you have a general sense of, like, where where it's safer to be reckless when yeah. you're driving. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I ended up going over 100 miles an hour on, so uh, on a road that was, uh, I think, the speed limit was 35. Oh, yeah. It was it was spicy. One time, though, um, and we'll wrap things up here in a minute, but one time, though... I wasn't being reckless. I was just driving my car back from Indianapolis. And for some weird reason, I noticed, like, I couldn't... The radio wasn't as loud as it normally is. I'm like, why is this so weird that I can't, like, hear the music? And I'm driving, and I'm driving. And I'm like, I hear, like, air, like, wind. And I'm driving on the highway. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I I open up my sunroof. I open it up. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I see the window of the sunroof teetering a little bit like this because the what? glue from the frame oh, to the yeah. glass had become oh, undone shit. and so it's teetering and then I close the thing and I'm like oh that's what that fucking recall notice was about five years ago <laughs> that I never did and literally five seconds later I just hear like this I just hear this sound of something <laughs> ripping Rip off, off the car and then just like a <laughs> and I look up and the sunroof, the whole thing is fucking gone. Even the plastic that goes over. Yeah. And I see, I see in this, uh, the rear view mirror, the plastic piece spinning, yeah, spinning in the air. Yeah. And I see the car behind me 
do like a jerk. Yeah. And it hits the ground. I didn't see the glass. I don't know, or maybe it was the glass. It all happened so fucking fast. Yeah. And it's like, like 35, 38 degrees outside, and it's raining a little bit. Um, and I'm driving like, holy shit. And I just kept going because I didn't want to stop because yeah. it was raining a little bit. And I drove, and this happened 30 minutes into my, my three-hour drive. Oh, God, and So I drive no home, way. and I, I put, like, cardboard in, like, a, uh, in duct tape, uh, cardboard yeah. in a garbage bag, and then I got it yeah, fixed yeah. and everything. And uh, I just uh, remember thinking to myself, like, okay, lesson learned is get your fucking recalls done when they send <laughs> yeah. Listen to the to recall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take care of shit. Dude, I think we all just did. Everyone does stupid shit when you're in, in high school. Yeah. Like, you yeah. think you, you just feel like you're invincible in life lasts yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, right. oh, we're good. Uh, anything else you guys want to share oh, that's on your we, mind? I, like, I did not get to ask any of my questions at all. Sorry, so, so like I a, feel like, I hope, do, I hope that in the future we get a chance to... We can do to, a part yeah. two, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah do a... It's exhausting talking definitely. about all your mistakes. Yeah. it's It's, you realize how fucking crazy you are. When no, no, that's therapeutic. Therapeutic, absolutely. I know, right? Well... I guess we're done. That concludes things. Cool. That was fun.